Hi there, Andrew here. We're putting feelers out for the idea of sponsors for the show. We have grown to a sizable audience of legal professionals, and we'd love to find a way to get the resources to continue to grow the show and spend more time on it. This might take the form of more longer form, maximum minimum competence episodes, or longer daily episodes, or maybe short interviews. We've had a couple of inquiries regarding sponsorship, but want to get feedback from all of you, the listeners. If you have thoughts or have a sponsor in mind that you think would be a good fit, shoot me an email at andrew at We're still very much in the brainstorming stage, so all ideas are good ideas. So ends the housekeeping segment. Let's get to the show. Hello and welcome to the Minimum Competence episode for Thursday, March 16th, 2023. I'm your host for today, Andrew Leahy, a tax and technology attorney from New Jersey. In today's episode, we have, shockingly, it seems like FTX founder SBF might have been trying to transfer money to his own entities. GTP4 gets a passing grade on the bar. Uber, Lyft, and the ABC test, and California is well represented at MLB HQ this year. Let's ban the shift and institute a pitch clock with today's legal news. According to new management at bankrupt cryptocurrency exchange FTX, transfers of approximately $2.2 billion were made to the company's founder, Sam Bankman-Fried, through related entities. The total amount transferred to company founders and key employees exceeded $3.2 billion, primarily from Alameda Research Hedge Fund. FTX made these disclosures through financial statements filed with the bankruptcy court. The transfers did not include more than $240 million spent on luxury property in the Bahamas, political and charitable donations, and substantial transfers to non-debtor units in the Bahamas and other jurisdictions. Bankman-Fried has been charged with stealing billions of dollars in FTX customer funds and making tens of millions of dollars in illegal political donations. He denies wrongdoing and is fighting to stay out of jail until his scheduled October 2nd fraud trial. FTX's new CEO, John Ray, has stated that his top priority is to recover assets to repay FTX customers. According to a study by two law professors and two employees of legal technology company CaseText, Microsoft-backed OpenAI's upgraded AI model GPT-4 has scored 297 on the bar exam, putting it in the 90th percentile of actual test takers and enough to be admitted to practice law in most states. The bar exam assesses knowledge and reasoning and includes essays and performance tests, as well as multiple choice questions. The authors of the study wrote, Large language models can meet the standard applied to human lawyers in nearly all jurisdictions in the United States by tackling complex tasks requiring legal knowledge, reading comprehension, and writing ability. GPT-4 got nearly 76% of the bar exam's multiple choice exams right, outperforming the average human test taker by more than 7%. The National Conference of Bar Examiners said in a statement that attorneys have unique skills gained through education and experience that, quote, AI cannot currently match. The focus on the bar exam is due to its widely recognized difficulty. However, the passing of the bar exam by AI has raised concerns about job losses in the legal industry. The legal battle over whether gig workers in California, including drivers for Uber and Lyft, should be classified as independent contractors or employees is likely to be decided by the state's Supreme Court. The dispute was set in motion by a legal test issued by the court in 2018, which makes it harder for employers to classify workers as contractors. Gig companies spent over $200 million bankrolling a voter-approved initiative, Proposition 22, which largely backed their stance. If drivers were classified as employees, it could put gig companies on the hook for millions of unpaid wages, taxes, and other benefits. The case has implications, quote, well beyond Proposition 22 and could shape how laws are made going forward says Seth Harris, a former labor advisor to President Joe Biden. A victory for gig companies could inform efforts for similar measures in states that have adopted the three-factor ABC test, 
which tends to classify most workers as employees, some attorneys said. California's version of the three-factor ABC test is, briefly, under the test, a worker is considered an employee and not an independent contractor unless the hiring entity satisfies all three of the following conditions. First, the worker is free from the control and direction of the hiring entity in connection with the performance of the work, both under the contract for the performance of the work and in fact. Second, the worker performs work that is outside the usual course of the hiring entity's business. And third, the worker is customarily engaged in an independently established trade, occupation, or business of the same nature as that involved in the work performed. The San Diego Padres and Los Angeles Dodgers have appointed new top lawyers ahead of the upcoming Major League Baseball season. Teresa Zapka, who joined the Padres as an associate general counsel in 2021, has been promoted to their top legal role after the previous general counsel, Caroline Perry, was promoted to COO in January. Meanwhile, the Dodgers have promoted Daniel Martins to replace Santiago Fernandez, who stepped down earlier this year after holding the position since 1983. Martins is a litigator who has previously represented the Dodgers in a lawsuit filed by a fan who was beaten by two other fans in 2011. The appointments come as the MLB prepares for a new season, following a new labor agreement with players and rules changes aimed at speeding up game times. Thank you so much for listening to Minimum Competence, your daily news podcast for lawyers. If you're looking for more than minimum competence, links to further reading on all the topics touched on today are in the show notes. If you have any questions or story suggestions, find us on Mastodon on the esq.social instance. I'm at Andrew and my co-host Gina is at Gina. Reviews go a long way towards helping new listeners to find our show. If you have a moment and can leave a rating or review on your podcast player, we'd appreciate it. And if you know someone that might be interested in a story we cover, consider sending them the episode. Minimum competence is part of the ESQ cast network of podcasts and streams on esqstream.com. We'll see you back here tomorrow. And until then, remember, it's not a lie if you believe it.